if there is anything we must be conscious of, we must be aware of the fact that it is time to rise and fight the good fight of faith. It's time to arise and shine and rule among our enemies. We must rise to confront our fears, our past failures. As we fight, do not forget that in spiritual warfare, the mind is the battleground. The mind is the battleground. That's where the war takes place. That's where the war takes place. And as you engage the enemy, two powerful keys that will produce mighty results, mighty results in any warfare are one, the hand of the Lord and your mind. Yes, your mind. Psalm 44 verse 1 to 3 says, We have heard with our ears, O God. Our fathers have told us what work thou didst in their days, in the times of old, how thou didst drive out the heathen with thy hand and planted them, how thou afflicted the people and cast them out. Verse 3, For they got not the land, in possession by their own sword. No, neither did their own arm save them. Now pay attention to this, but thy right hand, thy right hand, and thine arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou art a favor unto them. Wow! It was not by their sword. It was not a carnal warfare. It was not a physical warfare. They were confronting principalities and they were securing victory because of the right hand of the Lord. Now, the hand of the Lord can never fail. The hand of the Lord can never suffer defeat. No way. Never suffer defeat. No way. The hand of the Lord is too powerful for the enemy to withstand but the hand of the lord needs to come upon a person an individual to produce great and powerful results first kings chapter 18 verse 46 and the hand of the lord was on elijah and he guarded up his loins and ran before Hiab to the entrance of jezreel no matter how strong the hand of the Lord is upon a man, if his or her loins is loosed, if his or her loins is not guarded up, no tangible results will be produced. The hand of the Lord was upon Elijah, and he, Elijah, guarded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Israel. If you don't rise to guard up your loins yourself and run, you will not experience the supernatural power of God. God's hand is waiting to push, to launch you and to back you up as soon as you guard up the loins of your mind and take steps of faith. Take steps of faith. Take steps of faith. Amen. God's responsibility is to empower you by laying his hands upon you. And your responsibility is to guard, guard up your loins by yourself. Three very important things or three very important things you must do, you should do, you should endeavor to do as you prepare for the hand of the Lord. Number one, guard up the loins of your mind, the loins of your mind. First Peter chapter 1 verse 13, 
1 Peter chapter 1 verse 13 Therefore, guard up the loins of your mind, be sober, and rest your hope fully upon the grace that is to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Guard up the loins of your mind. The loins of your mind is a very strategic spiritual place for your spiritual victory. Very strategic. Your mind. The loins of your mind. Two things your loins represent. Number one, your loins represent productivity and fruitfulness. Genesis 35 verse 11, And God said unto him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee. And kings shall come out of thy loins. God expects great things to come out of your loins. Your mind must be a place of productivity, a place that produces great and mighty company of nations, a place that produces divine ideas, divine concept, in, in, intelligent output, things that will shake the nations. So the loins of the mind is a very critical and supernaturally strategic place in the spirit. Exodus 1 verse 5 says, And all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob, out of the loins of Jacob, were 70 souls. 70 souls. So the loins of your mind is a place of productivity and fruitfulness. It must not be loose. It must be guarded. Secondly, your loins is a place of strength, power, and stability. First King 18.46 And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, and he guarded up his loins, and ran, speed, and ran before Heab to the entrance of Israel. To guard up is to tighten, to enclose with a band or bell, to prepare, to prepare for the manifestation of the hand of God upon your life. To guard up is to prepare yourself for the things of the Spirit. And there are practical ways, practical ways to guard up the loins of your mind. Simple. Feed your mind with the truth of God's word. Feed your mind. There is no better way to guard up the loins of your mind but by the truth, the truth of God's word, the reality of God's word, the truth of God's word concerning your life. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 14 says, Stand therefore, having your loins gathered about with what? Truth. Truth. That's a mystery. It is the truth that gives you stability and speed. Feed your mind with the truth of God's word. No wonder Jesus said in John 17, 17, Sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth. His word is truth. His word is powerful. Every opportunity to receive the undiluted word of God into your life is a spiritual process of guarding your mind, bringing stability, strength, Speed, productivity into your life. Truth brings brings freedom. Truth, truth brings freedom. Truth brings balance. The truth of God comes with grace. The grace you need to run. The grace you need to produce results. The grace you need to be excellent. The grace you need to walk in power. The grace you need to live and walk in dominion. 
comes with the truth of God's word. For the law. John 1, 16 and 17. For the law was given, verse 17 now, through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. So as you feed on the word of God, the truth of God is revealed unto you. And that is what guards your mind. You know that Jesus is the word. He is the living word. So grace and truth comes through Jesus. Hallelujah. As you behold him, as you gaze on him, as you behold his glory, grace and truth comes into your life, comes into your mind. They reinforce your mind. They reinforce the laws of your mind. And you become strong. You become stable. You become, you become enabled, empowered, and positioned for the right hand of the Lord to rest upon you. The truth of God is revealed unto you as you feed on the word of God. And that is what guards your mind. Truth is your girdle. A girdle that brings strength, that brings power, balance, anointing, speed, and glory. Guard up the loins of your mind. Guard up the loins of your mind. Nobody can do it for you. Nobody did it for Elijah. No. The hand of the Lord is ready. Waiting for that man. Waiting for that woman. Waiting for that girl, that boy, that child that is ready to guard up the loins of his or her mind. The hand of the Lord will do wonders but is waiting for you. Number two, stir up your mind. Number one is guard up the loins of your mind. Number two, stir, stir up the loins of your mind. Second Peter chapter 3 verse 1 to 2 says, This second epistle, beloved, I now write unto you, in both which I would stir up, I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. By way of remembrance. You stir up your mind by deliberate remembrance of what God has done in your life. And for this, you need your memory. Yes, you need your memory. Your mind can be stirred up. Stirred up in faith. Stirred up in confidence, in assurance of the things that God will do. But that can only happen by means of what? Remembrance. Remembrance. Man's memory is subdivided into two blocks. The positive and negative. When a man focuses on the negatives, he will develop a picture that will define his present life. A man or woman that focuses on the positives will position himself for greater days. Stay up your mind by going down memory lane to think and meditate on God's goodness and faithfulness. Yes, testimonies of God's goodness makes the devil and his agents mad. Testimony. The testimonies of God's goodness in your life and in the life of other people makes the devil mad. And testimony is just calling to remembrance before the people of God what God has done before. When you see a man or woman that is angry or sad about someone's testimony, that person is consciously or unconsciously helping Satan to carry out his agenda. Yes, because the Bible says they overcame him by the 
blood of the lamb and by the words of their testimony. Never hide the testimony of God's goodness in your life. No, never. Never. It does not matter how people perceive it. Provided your heart is right and you are doing it to glorify and honor God, never hide the testimonies of God's goodness in your life. Your memory is a powerful weapon against the devil if you use it well. You must remember the great and wonderful things that God has done for you. You must remember the powerful thing that God has done. The glorious testimony of God's faithfulness is for a purpose. It is for your mind to be charged and stirred up in faith as you advance in the grace and power of God towards the enemy. Oh yes, stir up your mind by remembrance. Stir up your mind by remembrance. David got to Saul and they tried to discourage him from going to confront Goliath. But see what he said in 1 Samuel chapter 17 verse 33. And Saul said to David, Thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for thou art but a youth, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. Testimony, verse 35. And I went out after him. I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Look at verse 36. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them. He was tearing up his mind that if God can deliver me, if God delivered me from the lion and the bear, this Goliath will be like one of them, seeing he had defiled the armies of the living God. Your memory helps you to replay the past, to replay the past. You may not be so happy with where you are now, but you will have hope if you can recall to mind the things that God did in the days of old, in your life, in the life of other people around you. Your memory can help you. Yes, it replaces the past. If you focus on your negative memory, the pain, the shame, the struggle, the death, the failure of your past, your mind will faint and you will lose hope. If you focus on those who have failed, those who do not have a testimony, you will not be able to make it. When the children of Israel sat at the river of Babylon, they wept. They wept when they remembered Zion. What did they remember of Zion? Things that provoked tears. They were stirred to sadness and tears. Psalm 137 verse 1, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. But they could also, they would have been motivated by the power of God if they remembered the good things that God has done for them. If they repented of their sin, stood their ground and advanced with the hand of God, they would have overcome. Don't sit weeping, my friend. Don't sit crying. Stop looking at the X. Stop looking at the past. Stop looking at the investment that failed. Stop looking at those who hurt you. Stop looking at your mother-in-law, your father-in-law, your brother-in-laws that offended you. Stop looking at those who have the business, the, the ministry, the, the, the brokenness, the pastor that cheated on you, the woman that did this, the, 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 the leader. Forget about the past 
and focus on the goodness of God. Focus on the purpose of God for your life. Focus on the great things that God has done. See, the Bible is full of testimonies of good and wonderful things that God did in time past so that we can have hope for the future. Romans chapter 15 verse 4 The things that were written aforetime were written for our learning. They were testimonials, testimonies of men and women of God. So that we, through the comfort of the scripture, we may have hope. We may have hope. If God did it for Sarah and gave her a child, he will do it for you. If God took David from the bush to the palace, he can do it for you. If God raised men to serve him faithfully, Paul, a persecutor of the church, became one of the mightiest apostles of Jesus, he will do it for you also. It means he can do it again. It's in his track record. God has a track record. So please go back and check. If Esther can become a queen in the palace, that is a track record to encourage you that you can. You may be an orphan. You may not have fathers. You may not have mother. You may not have a brother or a sister, but you can get to the palace. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If Jesus can visit the house of Ezekiel, a sinner, a corrupt man, a tax collector, and change his life, that is hope for you. No matter how corrupt you are, there is hope for you. He can change you. He can transform you. He can give you hope again. He can sit with you. The Lord Jesus can transform your life. Salvation can enter into your family. If Zacchaeus can gain salvation even before Jesus went to the cross and died, he got salvation. What people could not get, you can also get it. Yes, you can. Meditate on the goodness of God. Meditate on the things that God has done. Yes. Meditate on the word of God. And finally, go up. Number one, guard up. Number two, stay up. Number three, go up. Go up by prophetic insights and divine imagination. First Samuel 17 verse 37, David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear, it will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, go, and the Lord be with thee. Go, and the Lord be with thee. Brothers and sisters, go, go up. The testimony of Jesus. The testimony, every prophecy must be based on the testimony of Jesus. If you can remember the things that Jesus did, you can stand on his shoulder to see the future. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Meditate on the testimony of Jesus. Give yourself to the testimony of Jesus. Live in the strength and power of the Lord Jesus Christ. What is the testimony of Jesus? The word, the word, the word of God. As you meditate, you gain strength into your prophetic future. And you step in by faith. You go up by faith. You take actions of faith and you trust him that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ever imagine according to the power that worketh on the inside of you. I commend you to God. 
and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. Guard up, stay up, and go up. Amen.